Sandy D, Queen of Podcasts Zen. Join me as I interview inspiring and creative women who are living their passion, finding balance, and making an impact around the globe. Come discover your inner Zen. Find balance while growing your business. Tap into your creative flow. Explore holistic health and spirituality. I'll share tips and tools for living a more peaceful, inspired, and balanced life. Relax, recharge, be inspired. Feel free to connect with me at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for listening. Now let's get started. Today, I wanted to give you an update into what I've been up to. So if you haven't heard already, my partner G and I have moved to the French Riviera. Yes, you heard that right. We, you know, I keep joking around for the last, I don't know how many years I've been saying, you know, someday I'm going to retire and I'm going to move to the south of France. Well, I moved to the south of France, haven't retired though. (laughs) Um, And I wanted to just kind of share a little bit about um, the behind the scenes of all of that. So earlier this year, G and I put together, well, actually the end of last year into the beginning of this year, G and I put together our 2022 vision board. And the vision board is kind of for us, we did one that's like a couple's one, but it's kind of a mix of personal and business kind of related stuff. And on the 2022 vision board, we had a couple of different things, but we had some words of the year. We had um, connection and clarity on there, and we had the words rock star, and we had media, um, and we also had a photo of um, coffee and croissants. <laughs> And there's a picture of like a French chateau and there's also a picture of like a kitchen. And guess what? One of the first things that happened on the vision board was getting a brand new kitchen in the house back in the U.S. So um, thanks to my mom, she helped with the design and everything and helping us, talking us through the whole, it was quite an ordeal, let me tell you. Um, as far as dealing with the contractor, I, so the house in the U S has got this gorgeous new kitchen. Um, but then something funny happened. So I think it was in June, G was being interviewed on a podcast and they asked him to define for him, like what was his definition of wealth? And his response was something along the lines of, you know, sitting on a beach in the South of France with Sandy D. <laughs> And at that time, you know, we, you know, dreamed of being in France, but we never had any concrete plans per se of moving to France. But fast forward to end of August, and at the end of August, somehow I wasn't even looking for a job. I was very happy where I was. I was working um, at Penn State and actually with a really great team um, working as a pre-award specialist, so helping professors with getting their grant applications together so they could apply for, you know, millions of dollars from different um, sponsors. Somehow, I happened to see on LinkedIn 
there was something in Nice, France. And I just like clicked the button, took a look, and I saw that there was an opportunity in France working for a study abroad um, organization. And when I, as soon as I saw it, I said, wait a second, this is where our former vice provost from Global Programs, where I'd worked for five years, had gone to. Um, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to apply and see what happens. Um, and I had been kind of, even though I loved working with the professors and helping them with their proposals, I really did miss having that actual interaction with students and making a change. So, you know, I, I, I've come to realize that no matter what kind of work I do, whether it's in a nine to five or if it's, you know, sideline stuff, I have to do work where I feel like I have a purpose and I'm making some, no matter how big or how small, I'm making some positive change in the, and this sounds pompous, but you know, in the world, I want to say in the world, it could be, you know, you know, helping one person with something and then it just kind of, that has that ripple effect and they help others or whatever it is. So anyway, <laughs> all that to say, long-winded way of saying, so we had on our vision board uh, photos that, you know, were evocative of France <laughs> and, you know, G even, you know, kind of joked around about it in a podcast interview that he did about his definition of wealth being, you know, sitting on a beach in south of France with me. <laughs> And then guess what? Here we are. So it's been a month in um, since we arrived in Nice, France. And it is amazing. I mean, I don't know how we pulled it off, but somehow together we, you know, even like the month before leaving, we were doing all kinds of crazy things like getting the house pulled together and, you know, having it rented out for a few football weekends because, of course, Penn State football uh, for Airbnb. <laughs> And, um, yeah, making an overseas move, it's, it's just incredible. We have received such a warm welcome, too, from the community. Uh, within, like, literally, like, the first, we, like, arrive on a Friday, and on a Sunday we go to a networking event, and we're, G's already, like, invited to, like, give a speech to the new speakers club. And within the first week, G, has, G like, is, like, talking to, like, this audience, like, there was no, it was like no room left. Like, the whole like venue was filled up talking to people about his road stories and explaining what we do. Um, so it's just been a whirlwind. I mean, and I, I can't believe it. Like, and then before you know it, we turn around and it's like already, it was, you know, end of thanks, you know, Thanksgiving time, right? So you're like, hmm, you're in France. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Because that's not a holiday that is celebrated over here. Well, I had, a, um, I had the honor of being invited to Thanksgiving dinner that we held for our students um, for the company I work for. The organization I'm working for now is IES Abroad, in addition to working for All Things Relax Studios. We uh, took the students out for Thanksgiving dinner, and... Although it wasn't traditional, and of course, you know, time for new new traditions. Um, it wasn't traditional, like there's no turkey, but they did a really nice chicken and some 
you know, potatoes or whatever and a nice fancy dessert and everything. So it was fun. It was different. Um, and it kind of gave me a flashback to, uh, a previous very non-traditional Thanksgiving time that I had had when I lived in Japan. Um, I actually had Thanksgiving one year in a dojo and a dojo, if you don't know what that is, a dojo is like a judo, like I guess studio or whatever you call it, like the place where you practice judo. But that's, you know, another time I'll tell you more about that. Um, so yeah, so had nice Thanksgiving and, and now I can't believe it. And before you know it, it's going to be Christmas. Um, so yeah, so I've already started, uh, thinking about what I can send over back home. So anyway, I just wanted to give you guys that update and let you know. So there's, you know, been sort of a little bit of a hiatus for the podcast and I just wanted to come on here and hope, you know, everybody who observes Thanksgiving had a good Thanksgiving and also to wish everybody a nice holiday season. And of course, you know, the, the origin of All Things Relax Studios was, you know, the precursor was All Things Relax, where I talk about, um, you know, ways to de-stress and, you know, manage your stress and all that. And I just wanted to briefly touch on that. So the holiday season for many of us can get really stressful, especially when we're trying to meet all these expectations, whether they're internal expectations or, you know, kind of like what we perceive as society's expectations or family's expectations, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Um, but I just want to invite you for the holiday season to, again, give yourself grace, so to speak, give yourself, cut yourself some slack and it doesn't have to be perfect. And, you know, just like with Thanksgiving, like this year, uh, it's a new tradition. I'm in France, so, you know, we didn't have the traditional feast or whatever. Create some new traditions. And maybe one of your traditions is, guess what? We're not going to, you know, make things so crazy. I'm not saying, you know, totally cut out the holidays, but I'm just saying maybe there are things where you can scale back. Or maybe there are places where you can ask others to step up to the plate and pitch in more. Like, let's say you're always the one who's hosting, I don't know, a holiday meal. Maybe you still host it, but maybe you tell people, guess what? This time it's going to be potluck, so what are you bringing so that you're not cooking everything? Or maybe you decide, you know what? This year we're just not cooking. We're going to do, I don't know, Chinese takeout. (laughs) Um, who knows? It could be anything, but I just want to say it is important this time of year to recognize that, especially those of you who are raising families and also working, whether it's working for a nine to five or if you're, you know, working on your business or maybe both simultaneously, um, and you're trying to navigate the holidays, just Take the time for yourself. And if it's, I don't care, even if it's like just 10 minutes a day of doing something just for you, take that time. Everybody has 10 minutes in a day. I I challenge you, find those 10 minutes and do something that's just for you. It could just be saying, you know what, I'm going to sit here and read a book for 10 minutes. Or... I don't know, pop on a meditation or listen to music, go out for a walk, do something that is just focused for you. 
And don't stress out about constantly trying to please everybody else. And I know this can be hard for some of you. It's hard for me. Um, and I'm, I'm learning as I go. Setting boundaries is even more important in the holiday season because you're going to find yourself constantly getting asked, you know, can you do this? Or let's get together and do that. I mean, because things, although it's not quite normal, we are starting to get back to where people are doing, you know, the in-person things again. You know, the pandemic has kind of progressed. And so you're going to perhaps find yourself being expected to, you know, go to all these parties or, you know, bring this potluck dish here and there. You know, I, haha, I just told you do a potluck, but I'm just saying like, you might be getting invited to a million different events where you're expected to contribute things or I don't know what it is, but this is what I'm trying to say. Let me cut to the chase. I'm trying to say it's okay to just say no and don't feel like you have to justify it. No, I'm not able to. Nope. Can't help with that. Nope. Sorry. Like you don't have to give a long explanation behind that. No. And be firm with it. Don't be shy. I know it's hard, especially for if you're like me and you're like a chronic people pleaser. It can really be hard to say no. But as I've said before, when you say no to one thing, you've opened the door to other things that you actually want to do. And that's, you know, don't you feel better about that? Initially, it might be hard and like, oh gosh, you know, you said no and, you know, people are disappointed. Maybe you're going to disappoint somebody with that no. But what about you? When you say no and you get over people's other initial disappointment and, you know, at, at some point in life you have to say, you know what, screw it. Um, <laughs> I don't care anymore what people think all the time. And you say no, and then you realize, wow, that just opened up that block of time, whatever it was they were asking you to do, that just opened up that block of time to actually do what you want to do. So sit with that. It actually gives you time to do what you want to do. Anyway, I didn't mean to go on a soapbox, but um, again, I wanted to give you the update, let you know we're coming to you from the French Riviera, from Nice, France, Um, and... I'm still kind of trying to think it over as far as like moving forward, like thinking about guests. Um, it might change like um, as far as who I'm inviting. We'll see. I don't know yet. Um, so there might still be a little bit of a, like a holiday hiatus because guess what? I'm saying no. <laughs> um, but, you know, between giving you the update and just sort of encouraging you, you know, set some boundaries this holiday season. Enjoy. Have a good time. And, you know, if it means cutting back on some things, and I say don't think of it as a coming from a place of lack. Think of it instead of as like a challenge to create new traditions, new traditions where you're not constantly running yourself ragged, okay? So anyway, on that note, I want to wish everybody happy holidays, and um, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Gene and I are really having a great time over here. Um, and yeah, take take a look over on LinkedIn because we've been really active and focusing um, our efforts on creating content over on LinkedIn. And you can learn more about uh, Rockstar Media Training, which is what we've been focusing on lately, uh, over there. 
All right. Until next time, take care. We appreciate your support and ciao. Cheers. You have a voice and it deserves to be heard. Hi, I'm G. Wright, producer and rock star media trainer. I'm on a mission to help authors, coaches, and creative entrepreneurs share their story and channel their inner rock star. Join me and Sandy D, the queen of podcast zen, in our rock star media training program. Speak with confidence and clarity and connect with your audience. Join the band today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. been listening to all things relax with sandy d relax recharge be inspired and step into your power sandy d the queen of podcast zen would love to hear from you you can connect with her on instagram or facebook at all things relax studios thanks for tuning in until next time